Hello and welcome everyone to another edition of The Gospel Truth. Uh, my name is Josh Lucas and I am the Director of Youth Ministries at First Reformed Church in Sibley and I am so humbled and honored to be able to be here today to lead you in this episode and I hope that you are blessed by today and that you are able to take something away from today. I have to apologize uh, first though. Um, I was having some difficulties with uh, with figuring out how exactly to get this episode and get the podcast actually um, up and running on Spotify and Amazon Music and everything else. And, uh, and so I was... I kept trying to figure it out. I thought it was something that was majorly um, uh, a big issue or majorly wrong or something, but actually uh, it was just a simple uh, setting <laughs> on the account. So my apologies for that, but I finally got it all figured out. So, uh, so now it'll be uh, able to be posted on Spotify, Amazon Music, uh, also on YouTube as well for the actual video uh, itself. But um, yeah, it's it, really excited uh, to be able to actually be able to put forth everything now and, and post it and everything else. So it's, it's really great. But uh, today, I just want to dive right into this. And um, I would really love to talk about uh, everything that is going on right now um you know with the the push on the pride month and uh just the overall agenda that's going on in our culture today um and maybe even talk about a couple of the little things that i've been asked uh myself about um about the issue itself and even questions that you guys might have about supporting certain businesses or supporting certain places that um, that quote unquote support uh, the homosexual community, gay marriage, and things like that, um, and just offer my uh, my two cents on that, and uh, you know, obviously, you know, want to go back to the to the Bible as well. But overall, uh, just really want to talk about the th different things that are going on right now and maybe even some warnings and things and uh, going to try to unpack a lot of things here, but try to do it in a short time uh, just to uh, make this a pretty short episode. Um, but it's really interesting uh, to me with everything that has been going on um, with Pride Month. You know, it, it's it's a relatively new thing. Um, I mean... It, it's been around for quite a number of years, but it hasn't been something that has been ultimately celebrated in our nation uh, for many, many, many years. Um, but uh, it, it's always interesting uh, to me when um, when we as a nation celebrate something like this, uh, and yet when it comes to our veterans or it comes to fathers, mothers, uh, you know, presidents, founding fathers, whatever the case may be, they all only get one day of celebration. And yet we're going to take this whole month, um, to celebrate this. Uh, but that's the, that's the way of our nation. That's the way of our, of our world right now. Um, and this isn't to be hateful towards the homosexual community or anything like that. And I hope that you understand this, but it, it's just crazy to me that um that we as a nation would celebrate uh someone's sexual orientation 
Um, and yet, when it comes to, as I said, veterans, Memorial Day, the wars, uh, presidents, you know, whatever the case may be, we only take one day to really do that. But we don't really celebrate it also. I mean, especially since uh, there's a movement going on in the on the left that says that we should do away with these, uh, with some of these um, celebrations or these days because they're racist, they're white supremacists, they're they're hateful, you know, all these different things. But that's just because they don't know history; they just want to follow whatever their, you know, professors tell them or whatever the left media wants to tell them. Uh, so it's it's really sad. That we as a nation have come this far, but uh, but there is hope. There is hope. So uh, so that's what I want to talk about today. Is talk about uh, Pride Month, uh, supporting organizations, quote unquote, that support gay marriage and transgenderism and all these other things, um, and also what we can do as the church um, and even as Christians um, to uh, to really reach out to this community and reach out to these individuals. Um, so the first thing that I want to talk about is, uh, is, is one that's relatively simple. So right now the big question is, you know, we need to boycott all these organizations. We need to boycott Netflix, Disney plus, uh, Amazon, Target, Walmart, you know, all these, all these organizations that support gay marriage and support transgenderism and support all these different things. And, I want you to hear me when I say this. I don't necessarily disagree with saying those things. I mean, uh, yeah, people need to be held accountable, and especially since uh, um, you know we as Christians, we know what the Bible says about homosexuality. We know what the Bible says about transgenderism. We know what the Bible says about our sinfulness, um, and what what our response needs to be to our sinfulness. Uh, but my official response to you know these organizations is. We need to live by our own um, convictions um, because here's the thing: if if we boycott every single organization, if we boycott every single store, every single place that doesn't think the exact same way that we think, we're not going to be able to go anywhere to buy groceries, buy food, buy things that we need. Now, of course, there's always those products that, that say like, oh, every dollar that is spent on this, it's going to go towards this. Then, of course, yeah, you, you know where your money is going, but you're, you're, overall, when you buy food, you buy these things, you know, you're buying that product. You're buying those things, um, and you're not exactly buying, you know, supporting that movement because, I mean, you know, Amazon... Target, Walmart, you know, all these different places, uh, these organizations, they all are, um, they all support these movements and they all support different things. So, um, so live by your own convictions. I mean, if you, if you don't trust these organizations, you don't want to follow them, fine. That's, 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 that's your right. That's, that's, that's your conviction. That's between you and God. But I would also say, don't, don't condemn others who don't share that that same view. That's something that I have even faced myself uh, personally, you know, because uh, my wife Hannah loves Starbucks. Uh, she loves going and getting a Starbucks drink, uh, especially when we're at uh, our our our, uh, our store High V, um, and they have a Starbucks inside of the inside of the store, 
And I've always been one that said, no, we can't support Starbucks. We can't support this. We can't support that. You know, it's a bad organization. It's a bad place. But she doesn't share that same view about Starbucks. She doesn't share that same view about everything else uh, in that way. Um, she's well aware of what Starbucks does and things that they support and all these other things. But she just likes a cup of coffee, <laughs> you know. And so um, this was something that I've even had to overcome myself that my wife and I do not have the exact same thought process of, of thinking about things. And that's obviously a good thing because if it, if we did, I'd be married to myself, (laughs) you know, and that's the beauty of the world that we live in is that we may all agree on a lot of different things, 99% of the time, 99.9% of the time or anything like that. But I think overall, Everybody has their own, obviously, viewpoints on things. And, and of course, there are absolute truths. I mean, there's a lot of things that my, my wife and I, we agree on the essentials 100%. You know, how we want to raise our kids, how we want to uh, live in our household, how we want to live in our church, how we want to minister to people, um, uh, places that we go to. Because there are places that we won't support, period. I mean, uh, um, you know, I mean... Oh. There, there obviously are places that that we aren't gonna support and we aren't gonna go to. Um, uh, but mostly it's local businesses and things like that. Not necessarily in our town because our town is pretty conservative. But you know when we go to big cities and stuff like that, we know the places that we want to go to and places that we don't. Especially when we have our kids with us. Um, but one of the things that we that we both agree on is Disney. Um, we're, we're, we're kind of battling between keeping our Disney plus subscription or not keeping it. Um, but we're both on the same page with Disney's new, um, Disney's new, uh, agenda as they put out, you know, especially at their parks with the transgender bathrooms or the gender neutral bathrooms, excuse me. Um, and, uh, and that just really scares us. That really startles us that a place that is geared solely for children and they want to go to the bathroom and they, you know, my daughters, my two daughters will, will go into the bathroom and they may see a male, a biological male in there. That just doesn't sit well with me. Um, and uh, my wife even had an experience at Target. Uh, so that, that's been a, a big gray area for us was that, you know, we were in Target and she went to the bathroom with our three-year-old daughter who had to go to the bathroom as well. And sure enough, there was a worker, a, a target worker, she, she believes that was in there. And it was a biological male. You could tell that it was a biological male. Um, and she felt very uncomfortable while being in there because this is not, this is not normal. This, this, is, this is not a normal thing. Um, and so, yeah, we've, we've definitely had our fair share of, you know, do we go and support target now? Do we go and support that? Um, you know, but, you know, thankfully we have a local grocery store. We have convenience stores that have, you know, the things that we need here. Um, and we also have a, another grocery store that, um, that, uh, that has a lot more stuff than what our local grocery store has. So we have options. There are options. And, and here's the other thing too. If you have a better alternative that doesn't support, you know, the, the the sins of the world and doesn't support these organizations that you that you hold strong convictions to. Um, by all means, go and buy those things. Go and shop at those places. Um, but again, don't condemn others if they don't share 
that same viewpoint as you do. That's all that I, that's all that I want to say about that is don't don't uh, don't condemn others because they don't think the same way that you do. But of course, as I said before, there are absolute truths. There are things that we need to agree on, um, and I and I do believe that everybody, all Christians, or at least biblical Christians, the ones that read the Bible and read it for its uh, for what it it actually says, will agree that homosexuality, transgenderism is a sin. And we should not condone it. We shouldn't, quote unquote, accept it. But we do need to show love and compassion and um, and care for those individuals. Uh, we need to view those individuals just as um, anyone else who is lost in their sin. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, I think it's a good stopping point there, um, because the next point that I want to make is. You know, and we've said this before when I did my, uh, when I would do the the portion of this podcast where I would do a movie review, and I haven't been doing those recently because there really hasn't been any good movies out there that I uh, had really thought would be, you know, good enough to go see or anyone was really going and watching. Um, uh, however, the new Jurassic World movie came out, and I'm still trying to uh, get to the movies to see that, but with with our kids now and everything else uh, we we try to wait until it comes on to amazon prime and then we just rent it or we go to Redbox or whatever so my apologies for that but anyway so as i as i uh uh you know as i was saying with the um uh excuse me um as i was uh going through this uh with the the movie reviews and things like that um I said that it is now so vitally important that we as parents have to screen everything before we show it to our kids. Um, because now the, the, the liberal agenda um, is, is targeting our kids now. If you don't believe me, I mean, just look at all the things that are going on with this new Lightyear movie. Um, it is just utterly disgraceful how, uh, how this movement really is looking for um acceptance and uh really just validation from children um because we see it with 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 teachers with with uh, with kindergartners all the way up to high schoolers you know they go on tiktok and they're they're complaining that i can't talk about my wife and i'm a lesbian and i can't talk about my gender and i can't talk about this and i can't talk about that and it's like you're not there to get validation from kids. You're not there to, to to spew your 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 beliefs and everything else onto your children. That's not that's not your job as a teacher. Your job is to teach, is to teach the curriculum, to teach the things that they need to learn, uh, to go out and to be a an, an adult. And to learn about our nation, to learn about all these different things, and the true history of our nation, and even that is getting twisted now. You know, it's just this, this, all this chaos and nonsense is happening all around us. But I also think this is why it's so vitally important that that parents, if you're sending your kids to to to, to public school, private school, even Christian schools, you need to be involved. You can't. You can't view school as a daycare and say, oh, my kids are just in school for nine hours a day, eight hours a day, and I don't have to worry about it. No, you need to worry about it. 
You really do because can you really trust uh, one individual with your child that they are going to give them the best education possible? You need to be involved. You need to know what it is that they're teaching. Have conversations with your kids. Be involved in the school. Be involved with the teachers. Uh, be, get on a personal level with the teacher and talk about the curriculum. Talk about the things that they are teaching. Get uh, get involved with the, the the principal, the superintendent. Go to the board meetings. Go to all these things. Voice your voice your concerns. Voice your opinions. Do these things. Get involved. That's what teachers want. That's what schools want. They want to see parents involved. You know. Now, granted, there is a fine line here. You know, there's a fine line between, you know, actual education and, you know, uh, in your personal beliefs on what needs to be taught. You know, of course, uh, you know, we see that with critical race theory and uh, the, the homosexual um, history of everything and um, pronoun history and pronoun this and all this other nonsense uh, that doesn't need to be taught to kindergartners. Okay, if, if a kid asks in, in high school or junior high, you know, whatever, okay, then, you know, maybe let's answer the question. But don't don't make a whole curriculum out of this. I mean, that, that, that's that's not why kids need to be in school. Um, but parents, please just get involved with your child's education. Um, but, yeah, going back to the movie Lightyear, um, this is this is just chaotic to me is that um is that they they are now uh they're pushing the agenda because they they even said the the creator or not the creator but like the president of disney or the president of of uh of making the movies and things like that she even said um we are now going to have a some type of LGBTQ plus uh, person in each of our movies now. This was straight from the horse's mouth. This is what they're going to do. So this is no longer just going to be fun and, 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 and great kids movies. Um, they're now going to be sexualized. They're now going to be um, pushing on this agenda and making it normal and uh, pushing on these uh, societal norms. You know, as they're calling it now. Um, and of course, I mean, they're so sneaky with this. They are so smart when they do this. Because they didn't do this with Turning Red. They didn't do this with Encanto. They didn't do this with, um, uh, what was that other uh, big Disney movie that came, um, oh darn, I can't remember. Um, but anyway, let's just call it those two, those two big ones. Uh, um, they didn't do it with those two. They didn't. They they didn't. They didn't really uh, expand on this. They went and did it on, in my opinion, and I think others would agree, the most famous Disney franchise of all time, Toy Story, and their their uh, their prequel uh, spinoff movie of one of the most popular characters, if not the most popular character in all of movie cinema, Buzz Lightyear. They knew that everyone was going to come see this movie. They knew that parents were going to come and see this movie with their kids because they watched it when they were kids. They knew that everyone was going to come out and see this movie. And then what happened? They wait until towards the end of the movie. 
They didn't put it right at the beginning because why? Well, because as soon as you, because I think the, the, the general rule in movies is that you have about, I don't know, 20 or 30 minutes to actually leave the cinema and receive a full refund. But that also goes on, that goes on record. That goes on the movie's record of, well, yeah, you may have sold, you know, X amount of tickets, but, but they left. 20 minutes in, 30 minutes in, whatever the case may be. And I, I truly believe with all my heart, they knew, they knew that parents would take them immediately out of the cinema, immediately out of the theater if they saw this scene at the very beginning of the film. They waited until it was at the very end. And and, and even this, this is the craziest part. They don't really show... Uh, it's it's these two women, and they sh they show that they're they're a family reunited together, and as the door closes, it shows them going in for a kiss, but they don't actually show the kiss necessarily. You know, the door closes right as they were about to touch lips. Sneaky, isn't it sneaky? Because that's this is the first part. They're not just gonna dump it right on everybody all at once. Oh no 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 no! They're not gonna dump it. All at once, they're going to, a little bit, here and there. Started out with Beauty and the Beast, the new Beauty and the Beast movie. Right at the end of the movie, it was, it was, uh, um, um, oh, Gaston's, uh, Gaston's, um, henchman. Um, ah, it's some French word I can't remember now, but forgive me. But, but his character Right at the end of the movie, they had this big dance number after uh, Beast became uh, man again and Belle and Beast are going to live happily ever after. Um, uh, and, and, and he's dancing with, an, you know, with people, but then right at the end of the dance number, he grabs another male. Because this is a male character. He grabs another male and they look at each other like, like they're in love. You know, basically, right? And then, of course, Disney confirms, yes, this was our first openly homosexual character. You know, and then uh, if it just goes on from there. But what, what a lot of people are failing to realize, too, is that it was even pushed in the last, in the or in the Rise of Skywalker, the last Star Wars movie. If you watch very closely in the end of the Rise of Skywalker... Um, uh, right at the, right at the end after, you know, everybody wins and they, they destroy, you know, the, the final order and things like that. They all come back. The, the rebels all come back and they're all hugging each other and everything else. And there's a split second where you see two females kissing. Two females straight up kissing. I go back into Rise of Skywalker, watch the very end of the movie. You see it clear as day, but it's only for a split second. So you got to watch closely. But again, here and there, just a little bit here and there, because if they try to dump it all at once, people are going to leave. People are going to walk away. People aren't going to do it no more. But if they just feed it just a little bit, feed it just tiny little bits here and there, it's just like the metaphor with the frog in the boiling pot of water. If you put it, if you put it in a boiling hot water, in a, in a pot full of boiling hot water, the frog's just going to jump right out. But if you put it in cold water and you heat it up gradually, it'll sit there and slowly boil to death.
that is the definition of chaos. And that's what's happening with this movement. Is at first it was just, well, we just want equal rights. We want to be able to marry each other. Okay, fine. But now they're even starting to push more agendas on, well, we need to get kids involved in this. Like six-year-olds don't, uh, they, they want to be transgenders. They they want to get sex, uh, uh, um, they want to get um, gender dysphoria surgery. They want to change their genders. They want to get that surgery done. Six-year-olds. Seven-year-olds, eight-year-olds, ten-year-olds, children. They're saying that children I want to get these things done. It, I don't know. It's just, it, it, it's crazy to me. Um, but that's why it's so vitally important, parents, that if you have young kids, you can't just let your kids go willy-nilly to the cinema and, oh, well, it's a Disney movie. It'll be fine. Oh, it's just like, it's a kid's movie. There won't be anything nasty or degrading in there. No, there is. And and even, it goes even further than just the homosexual community. We we, we constantly are seeing kids' movies that are pushing the, the mold even further and further. I mean, uh, we see movies like the Boss Baby uh, series. We see movies like the Despicable Me series. Uh you know, and it's just, it's, it's little things, it's little jokes, but overall they could be something that is dangerous. So we need to be diligent. We need to be vigilant. We need to be aware of the things that we're showing our kids and we need to take our roles as parents seriously. Um, but I heard a, I watched a video recently by Ray Comfort, and I love Ray Comfort. I, I, uh, that this is one of these um, evangelists and teachers that I would say I agree probably about 98, maybe even 99% of the things that he puts out. Um, but this is where him and I disagree, and I would, um, uh, but again, this isn't to say that, you know, he's a bad teacher, he's a false teacher, whatever. Um, but he put out a, a video where he was explaining that, you know, with Pride Month and everything, that this is one of the signs of the end times, that Jesus is coming back. And during that, during that video, he was having a conversation with someone, and he had said, you know, what are one of the signs uh, that you know of, of the end times? And they were like, well, sickness and things like that. And, and Ray was like, yeah, kind of like the, 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 the sickness that we've been dealing with for the past two years. And which I'm not necessarily disagreeing. I mean, I, I think we all agree that everything that is going on is definitely a sign that the end is coming. But there have been things that we as a nation have survived that, that honestly should have been, uh, uh, should have been a sign for the end times. One of which is the two world wars. I mean, if you read in the book of Matthew, that's what that's what Jesus said was one of the signs that nation was going to rise against nation and there was going to be war and there was going to be famine and all these different things. We survived the Black Plague. We survived the Spanish flu. We survived the bird flu. We survived the pig flu, swine flu, excuse me. Um, uh, we survived different natural disasters. We survived COVID. I mean, yeah, there were, there were a lot of deaths that were associated with COVID, um, but you know, all these different things, 9-11, you know, uh, all these different things that we have survived as a nation and as a world, and yet Jesus still hasn't came back. 
So I don't think that this is a sign that the end is coming very soon. I do think it is an end sign, of course. I mean, everything that happens is, is a sign of the end. Um, but, I mean, because if you really think about it, I mean, we've been in end times since Jesus ascended. You know, after Jesus gave the Great Commission and then he ascended into heaven, right then and there we were in end times. So, yeah, Jesus is going to come back, you know, eventually. But I don't think that this is a sign that he's going to come back in a year, two years, five years, whatever. Um, uh, so, I mean, of course, you know, we shouldn't be afraid of Jesus coming back. We want Jesus to come back. But, um, but for those individuals that are really, like, I don't know, being afraid that this is the end or, or really, you know, saying that this is the end, I, I don't think that it is. I think there's still far too much work to be done uh, within the church, within the world, um, and uh, uh, and things really need to get bad. I mean, if we look back at what happened to the disciples, uh, to the church, <coughs> um, back when it was first established, <coughs> excuse me, um, uh, if we really look back at all those things, um, they were literally hunted and killed. Um and, uh, and of course that does happen all across the world in different nations and things like that. But here in our, in our nation, that doesn't happen. Uh, we have persecution light. Um, we, we do have light persecution, but, uh, um, but we do not have it nearly as bad as other nations do and things like that. But, but I do think that the gospel needs to be furthered even more, um, because yeah, if you look at different organizations and websites that actually do studies on, you know, how, how the gospel is being furthered, um, it shows that there's still well over 50% of the world that hasn't heard the gospel. Um, and so, uh, and you know, all these different things. So I think the church still has a lot of expansion to be done. I mean, if we look at the, the, the continent of Africa, the predominant religion now in Africa is Christianity. I mean, Christianity is just booming in Africa. So I think that's something that is going to happen all across the world is that Christianity is going to just just explode all across the world before um, before Jesus comes back. I think that if we, honestly, I'm, I, I would dare to say that if we see that China becomes like a for sure definite Christian Bible believing repenting of sins, repenting of communism, repenting of all these horrific things, and and they become a Christian nation, okay, now let's start looking at if, it's, if the end of times is near. Um, because that would be a, a, a crazy thing, an amazing thing, if, if China becomes a, a Christian nation. Um. So no, I don't think that this is uh, like showing that the end is 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 near near, um, but it's definitely something that we have our work cut out for us as the church because um, because it's just becoming normalized. It, it it is slowly something that is becoming just part of our normal. It it's just it's normal. No, it, it's not normal. It's abnormal. It's unnatural. It is. It goes against our natural. Um, our natural beings, our natural selves, um, our natural uh, feelings and desires, um, it's sin. 
So this brings me to my final point here, how we need to respond to the LGBTQ plus community. I, I do not condone condemnation at all. If you are going to condemn a certain person for a sin, then you yourself are going to be condemned. Um, because that's exactly what, what Jesus explains in Matthew chapter 7. Is, uh, is when he talks about the judgment, we can't judge uh, hypocritically. You know, we can't judge um, on, about things that, that, about sins that we ourselves are committing. Um, um, and so, but we ourselves cannot condemn because we don't know someone's heart. But we can look at someone's fruit and we look at how they live and the things and we go, this is not how the Bible tells us to live. This is not how God wants you to live because we see it right here in his word. But we need to have meaningful conversations with those people and call them to repentance. Do it out of love, gentleness, and kindness. But we have to take that step and in, into, you know, you know, uh, you know, showing love to them, showing compassion and all these things. And it's, this was so funny. Uh, being a, a, a youth director, um, I had a couple of students who came out to me a few years ago. They're like, hey, you know, we got this kid in our in our school and he's gay. He says that he's gay and, um, and he's dealing with a lot of things, but we want him to come to church, but we just don't know what to say to him. What do we say to him? And I was like, well, the first thing you could say is hi. <laughs> you know, be friendly with him. Talk to him. Hear his story. Hear what he has to say. Because... I think that's that's kind of another one of the failures of the church is that is that we can still be friendly with people and be friends with them and hang out with them and be cordial with them but not accept their lifestyle um you know like yeah we're obviously not going to affirm that what they're doing is okay we're not going to affirm that the things that they're participating in are are good um but of course, we're going to still be able to go to dinner with them, be able to uh, go to family outings or go, you know, go out with them or whatever. Um, but, you know, so this is why we need to actually show love and compassion and care for those people. But we first need to understand and we need to recognize our own sinfulness. Recognize that we ourselves are sinful. We're all in need of a savior. Every single one of us are in need of a savior. We all need to repent and put our faith in Jesus Christ. But for those of us who have repented and have put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ, we need to go on and to tell others that that's what they need to do. Um, but we need to do it out of love, gentleness, and compassion. So, uh, so don't don't think that you can't befriend your you know someone who is gay, transgender, you know whatever. Um, you know, again, you know, live by your own convictions, but don't just, don't just ostracize them. Don't just cast them aside because that's not what they need. They need to hear the gospel. They need to hear about what Jesus can do for them. And it's not that Jesus just loves them and accepts them as who they are, because that's not the gospel. That is not what scripture says. We need to be a new creation. We need to have a new heart. We need to be regenerated by the Holy Spirit. That's what his word tells us. Because anyone who is in Christ, he is a new creation. 
He has a new heart. He has a new mind. He has a new way of thinking, new way of speaking, all these different things. So that is why we need to share the good news with these individuals. We need to share the good news with this community. <clears throat> so my, my closing thoughts here, my closing uh, remarks are, are very, just very simple, is that we show love to everyone. We show compassion to everyone. But showing love is not accepting them for who they are and accepting their lifestyle and, you know, affirming their lifestyle. That's not, that's not love. Um, because I've, I've said this before, if, uh, if someone is lying down on the, on the, on the train tracks and a train is coming, but they really love laying on the train tracks. I mean, it's really comfortable. They think that they're going to survive the getting hit by a train and they won't come up. Are you going to love them enough to tell them, no, you are going to die if you stay on the tracks. You need to get off the tracks. Come with me. Please get off the tracks. Because that is the same thing with people living in their sin. If they continue to live in their sinfulness and they don't repent and turn to Jesus, they are going to go to hell. That is what the Bible tells us. And we don't want people to go to hell. We don't want anyone to go to hell. We want to see people repenting and coming to Christ. But your job is simply just to tell people about it and to live that example to not just say that you have faith, but to show that you have faith. And of course, yeah, of course we're going we're going to mess up. You're, you, there are going to be moments of weakness, you know, different things. But don't let that be an excuse. Don't let that be a reason why you sin. But find those ways of how you can effectively spread the gospel to people. It could just be simply by putting gospel tracts at the gas station. It could be uh, just giving stuff for your family members and your friends to read. It could be just mailing them to people. It could be all these different things. Um, all these different moments, all these different ways. But 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 just please understand, um, don't, don't do it hatefully. Don't do it... Uh, and if they take it hatefully, that's on them. You know, uh, if you are abiding by scripture and you are telling it to them lovingly, gently, um, following after what scripture says, then you are doing your job. And if they don't take it that way, then that's on them. That's not on you. Brush the dust off your feet and move on to the next town. That's what Paul tells us and encourages us with. So overall, church, I, I just I, I want to urge you again that we do have a job to do. We do have a uh, we do have a difficult task, but it really needs to start with our kids. They are the future. They are the most impressionable, and so take the time to teach your children about the Bible. Teach them about Scripture. Teach them about what it means to be a Christian. And if you yourself don't know how to do that, contact your church, contact your elders, contact me. Um, if you live in the Sibley area or if you are a part of First Reformed Church, um, 
I, I would love to sit down with you and to give you resources and to give you practical ways of how to properly minister to your children. Um, yes, it takes work. Yes, it takes study, but it is so worth it in the end. So I want to thank all of my listeners and thanks for all those who are watching today. Um, please just know that, uh, they, that you are loved. Um, and uh and that i care for you that is why i'm doing this uh wanting to do this podcast but please if you have anything that you would like me to talk about or a question that you have or anything like that please contact me reach out to me i would love to uh do more podcast episodes that revolve around things that you guys want me to talk about so be safe and make good choices this is the gospel truth i am josh lucas have a blessed day